1: I am Sarah-Jane Case and this is Enneagram and Coffee. Hello friends, happy Thursday. I hope your day is treating you well. Today we are continuing our parenting series covering type 7 and what to keep in mind when it comes to parenting as your type. But first, today's Rosebud and Thorn. My rose today is, and I'll I'll talk more about this on Monday's podcast, but I am reading Anne of Green Gables right now and she is such a type 4 that it has made me laughing so hard like out loud to myself when I'm reading it it's just so precious and endearing and it reminds me so much of my darling husband (laughs) my thorn is we had a short week with our kiddo this week and today is his last day at our house and y'all I am feeling some kind of way about it I am not ready for him to go And my bud is this afternoon, I'm going to be recording a podcast with Tori from her first 100K, and I am so excited. I just love her. We did an Instagram Live a while ago. She's been on the podcast, or that live was played on the podcast, and I just think she's so smart and so fun, and I can't wait to be on her podcast. Okay, if you are new to this series, here's a quick refresher. For each type, we'll do a brief overview of the Enneagram type, strengths in parenting, areas to watch out for, and tips for an easier time. I will be heavily referencing the book Know Your Parenting Personality by Janet Levine with lots of personal commentary and insights here as well. However, her book goes much more in-depth in terms of the Enneagram, so I will make sure to link it below for you. Now today we are discussing Enneagram Type 7. As a reminder, Enneagram 7s are the enthusiasts of the Enneagram. They're motivated by escaping pain, being satisfied, they fear being trapped in emotional pain, and the message that they have received is that the world is limiting and painful, so you need to protect yourself by seeking pleasure, prioritizing joy, and avoiding negativity. So, as always here, the strengths and the weaknesses or the strengths and the blind spots are typically both sides of the same spectrum, you know, so the things that make you a great parent are also the things that are going to get you caught up when used too much or in the wrong context. And so as we get into these strengths and these blind spots, just keep that in mind that we can experience both the healthy and the unhealthy behavior maybe in a given day, in a given week, in a given month. It's just how aware we are about how we're using our skill sets. So our Enneagram strengths as parents for type 7, first, they tend to be optimistic and upbeat. They tend to be entertaining, good storytellers. They're often great with plans and dreams and optimism. They won't shoot down your ideas. If you come to them with a really good idea, they're going to encourage you. They're going to believe in its possibility because everything is possible. They're great in a brainstorming room. They tend to be fun, egalitarian, meaning they're looking for you know, an equalizing of authority. They're going to respect you as an equal instead of seeing you as lesser than or below you. And as a parent, you tend to respect your children. You tend to encourage them to you know, see themselves as equals. You are often Type 7s or Renaissance people who do lots of really great things really well. As a parent, this is amazing, right? You have your person who you can call to help you cook something. You have the person you can call to help you fix your car. You know, they know a lot about the World War II, whatever you need information on. You know, you're gonna have this like Renaissance person parent that you can call and reach out to for different kinds of information in all different areas. And finally, they tend to be inspirational. They remain optimistic and motivated and excited about life a lot of the time. Now, things to look out for here. As a Type 7 parent, you may struggle with commitment. Not necessarily that you're going to just run off and leave your family, but just the commitment and the steadiness that parenting takes may feel stressful or overwhelming for you. You may want to escape from difficult interactions. You may be evasive, not wanting to take responsibility for the things that you bring to the table that are difficult. You may struggle to feel your feelings with your children um, or allow them to feel their feelings. You could be addicted to change for the sake of change, which is fun, but sometimes creates a little bit of chaos in your environment. As a parent, you may avoid pain and may struggle to help your children sit with theirs because it may be difficult for you to sit with their pain. So getting comfortable with your own pain so that you can let them get comfortable with theirs. So how do we work with this information to do less harm to ourselves and to our little ones? First, we learn to let our children feel their feelings. In fact, we have a lot to learn from them. So one of the big things for me in my growth journey as a parent who is also a seven is letting my kid have big emotions this was really hard for me when i first kind of recognized this one day he was having a big feeling and my first response was like look at all of the good things you have though like look at how much you have to be grateful for and went straight into that reframing into positivity mindset instead of just letting him be disappointed for a moment now what I had to learn in that moment is like how I treat myself is how I'm often going to treat my kid. And so I need to work on how I talk to myself. So when I'm disappointed, I'm not allowed to tell myself to just be grateful, to just look on the bright side. I have to let myself just feel the feeling, get to the other side of the feeling, empathize with myself and how hard that feeling is, and then we can start to think about what we're grateful for and all the good things in our life. But we feel the feeling first. Now, keep in mind that it's not going to go on your timeline, either. Like This is still what I find to be the most difficult. My inner critic says, move on, get, it's already, it's time to back up, Like time to to get it together. Buck up, kiddo. (laughs) But that's not the parent I want to be. I want to be the parent who lets them feel, lets them express themselves. I want to open a channel of communication where they feel safe to talk to me, and so the less I rush that process for them and for myself, the safer we're both gonna be to acknowledge the truth of who we are and how we feel. Now, additionally, children have big emotions that they haven't quite learned to control or filter yet. And so honestly, they have a lot to teach us about allowing ourselves to feel the full range of our emotions. Like maybe instead of rushing their process, trying to shove our positivity down their throats, (laughs) we could watch them and learn a little something, just saying. Number two, take note of your egalitarian nature. Now in the workplace, I talk about how type sevens tend to equalize authority, not seeing anyone is above anyone else. And this can come into play in family systems as well. If we go back to the opening episode where we talk about parenting styles, this kind of thinking can lead to a more permissive style of parenting where you're letting the child decide for themselves what is best. So according to the school of thought and the research we're kind of looking at here, then leaving our children to look for support outside of the family system, right? Because they aren't sure what to count on at home. So the goal is to balance out that nature of kind of equalizing authority with clear boundaries and expectations. So your kid feels respected as an equal. However, there are clear expectations and guidelines so that your child sees you as the parent and then they know that they get to be safe to be the children.
0: Sick of being upsold at gyms?
1: Parenting is not always fun or exciting. I know, shocker, shocker, you've never heard this before. But the truth is it can be hard for us as sevens to maintain interest in things that don't we don't find interesting. So in almost every other area of life, like we feel as though we can move on from the things that make us feel limited or trapped, right? Like I can quit a job, I can move countries, I can buy a new car, whatever is making me feel unsatisfied. Well, I can change it. However... Parenthood this is a lifelong commitment. It, it's perhaps the most commitment we could ever experience in our lives. I'm not saying that seven struggle with commitment, like in the terms that they're going to leave their families, they're going to fall off the face of the planet. That's not really it. It's more that. We may struggle to accept the limitations that parenthood deals us, the same routine every day, boring things that our kids are really into, rules laid out by the PTO that seem illogical to us. So what do we do? We use our superpower of making the most of the things, right? We we reframe it a little bit, we make the most of it, but also we breathe through the difficulty or the boring or the less than desirable because These emotions are ultimately simple and they last for a short amount of time and we can kind of just let them flow and then it's over. But we can also create interest in the things that our kids love. My kid right now is kind of obsessed with Friday night Funkins and quite frankly, I hate it, but I love him and so I ask him questions about it and find ways to be genuinely curious and interested in this thing that doesn't make a lot of sense to me. All right, number four, routine and repetition. One of the main things you'll read when you read about raising young children is routine, 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 bedtime routine, naptime routine, breakfast routine. I'm not saying that type 7s can't do routine. I actually really love routine and do it well. However, routines for us last as long as we want them to. And then we change them to suit our desires whenever we wish. With our children, we kind of don't have the same level of control over our routines, while also giving them the structure and the consistency that they need. The same goes for our children liking repetition. We are novelty chasers. We love anything new and different and weird, but a lot of times our kids love repetition, watching the same show over and over again, the same movie every week. These behaviors can make this seven personally feel like I am losing my mind. Now, there are a few things that I want us to keep in mind when it comes to this. First is maintaining a routine can be stressful for sevens, which can leave us feeling like the lower levels of health in type one. At times, I can feel like I'm so stressed out trying to maintain a routine that I don't even like in the first place. So it's helpful in those moments to take a breath and value our ability to pivot and improvise. And when it comes to repetition, we've had to put structures in place, right? We alternate, like in our home, we alternate who picks what to watch so that we are in rotation. Like, but also sometimes, you know, I just do it because I love my kid and I repeat to myself over and over again. He is the kid and I am the adult. I can do this. (laughs) Um, I can enjoy this thing for the 300th time number five, strengthen your skills of being present. The type seven mind moves so quickly, friends. It moves so fast. And we're kind of on to the next thing before the first things even began. We're just moving and grooving, (laughs) moving and grooving. We're just going, right? Like we're on it. And The struggle with that is sometimes that causes us to wish away the present moment. If we're already on to the next thing, we can lose sight of the beauty that's right in front of us. And with our kids, we can get caught up in what are we going to do tomorrow? What are we going to do tonight? Instead of what are we doing right here and right now? How do you feel me present with you in this moment? I think one of the greatest gifts we could ever give our children is just 30 minutes, at least a day of our full presence, our full attention. I want my kid to look back and be able to, he's going to forget so many of the times that I was with him. So many of the times that I was as present as possible with him. He's going to forget, I don't know, it's 90% of those times, but at least if I do it every day, I know that he's going to look back and be like, in general, she was really present with me. She asked me really good questions. She cared about the answers sometimes she was distracted sometimes she was planning for the future sometimes she was a little bit in her own world in her head or would focus more on talking about vacation than what we are doing today but over the course of my life in general she was very present that's that's the goal all right number six be careful to not make promises that you aren't going to keep so the type seven mind is full of ideas and we love to say them out loud because when we say them out loud, we get lots of positive, fun, exciting feedback. We love that energy. So these brainstorming sessions that we have about fun things we could do one day oftentimes become plans in the mind of most children. So just make sure to not share your visions or your plans until they are set in stone and unchangeable we, to avoid getting your kids hopes up and then letting them down, right? So if I'm like, let's go to a baseball game this summer. Let's go, I can't wait to go to a baseball game this summer. We're gonna have so much fun going to the baseball game this summer. And then the summer passes and we're like, oh, we didn't go to the baseball game. Let's go next summer. You know, Eventually our kids are gonna to stop thinking that these things we say are true. And it's less fun for all of us in the long run. Okay, friends, we will keep this series going until we get all the way back to type 1, so stay tuned. Once that is done, we will end the conversation with children and their Enneagram type, but as always, it's an absolute joy to create this content for you, and I'll see you tomorrow for the next episode.
0: Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone.